Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring Zach, Jay, Matt, Alana, and Rob. And today we're talking about the Wheel of Time finale, episode eight. Finally. You didn't like it, Jay? No, I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I can do a brief Jay impression, this one made me sit up and go, what? What's going on? What's going to happen? <laughs> That's a Jay impression? Well, sure. I, didn't go, I didn't go full Jay. But it seemed like but the kind I of thing you would I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, oh. like, I'm intrigued for what will be revealed. Gotcha. All right. Now I accept. I accept this impression of me. <laughs> what happened? Do tell me. Please fill me in. Yes. Give me a recap. All will be revealed. It was bad. <laughs> that cold opening, though, dude. Come on. That cold opening was like the most interesting this show has ever been. More than last episode? Yeah. yeah. The pregnant warrior? Yeah, it was a lot better. No, the, actually, no, the pregnant, the pregnant mom was better. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. We can agree to disagree. Matt, do you have uh, notes? I'm sorry, I watched it with Alana again. I don't have notes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like it's my fault. It's not. Yeah. It's both your fault. And of course, I have notes. I took them. On you. your deathbed. That's right. That's right. It's covered in phlegm, <laughs> but it's here. It's ready to go. So indeed, we start with a flashback. 3,000 years ago, there's a couple arguing Wait. about the Dark One. Matt, in a long, long time ago, in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Or the same galaxy. Even if you told me to wait for that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. There's a, well, that's what I said. There's a couple having an argument about the Dark One. The opening, men are equal to the Aes Sedai. Yeah, they're like the other half of the Aes Sedai. Like the male half and the female half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clearly the Dark One like did something to them last time around. Well, we know what happened. The dragon took the Aes Sedai, the male Aes Sedai, to confront the Dark One. And he like the Dark One is the one who caused men to like not be able to connect to the source without going crazy. I right. thought we knew that. He tainted it. There's there's a little bit of like an I don't know if it's an error or just them being lazy or a, like a thematic choice. But in the scene, they call Luz Theron, who is the dragon. They call him the Dragon Reborn, and it's like right. But well, he's not in the books. He's the dragon. Rand is the Dragon Reborn. There, someone has dragon, to be an original dragon. The dragon doesn't get reborn like once every three thousand years as part well, of the like, deal. Well, someone has to be first. There has to be like you know. Maybe this well, guy wasn't the first. Yeah, so there's constantly Dragon Reborn who mm-hmm. can potentially have the power. Uh, the Dark One is the original one who goes psycho and tries to take over the world. But he's not the dragon. Right, so everyone no. after you, right, so everyone after that, is, the ones who fight, wait, hold on. Yeah, what? No. What are you saying? <laughs> okay, can I jump in while Jay organizes his thoughts? <laughs> yeah. My thought is it's like Battlestar Galactica. All this has happened and will happen again. It's the wheel. So there's always a dragon. The dragon always is reborn. And then something yeah. happens. But, something, yeah. but someone has to be first. No. no right. Actually, no, no. There's a first Queen first. Elizabeth, and then there's Queen Elizabeth II. But we don't live on the wheel. Right? In the wheel, there is no beginning and there's no ending. It's a wheel. There's been multiple times when this whole scenario has happened. That as was, far as I remember. Yeah, that um, was my interpretation. I, yeah, the, what I recall is that multiple times there has been conflict and the dragon reborn is normally whoever fights it and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also very exhausted, so I don't know how much I trust my brain right now. I think you oh, got it. They argue about whether the, the dragon should go fight the dark one. And we learn that, they, yeah, that the guy is the dragon and the woman is the Amarlin seat. That's right. Tamerlin seat. Whatever. <laughs> I, I actually don't think that's right, Alana. You want to bet? No. So the, sub, the subtitles, which I have been watching, for yeah. your guys is complaining, says it starts with an A. It says Amarillo. No, it starts with a T. <laughs> let's fight about it. Yeah, let's do it. Come at me. It is a little yeah. bit silly that they use the same terms, even though they're speaking. I guess they're speaking a different language, so it's not the same terms. But yeah. But whatever, who cares about that? They reveal that it's in the future. Wow. Rather, there's futuristic technology. And how do you know it's in the future? Because they have flying cars. Like, literally the first thing when we see them in their clothes, I'm like, this looks sci-fi. And there then, you go. Yeah, a good job Very with the costume design. Very perceptive. But even in the sci-fi world, they still have people channeling the source, I guess. It's still more powerful than technology. Yeah, so my immediate reaction was, if this is 
first of all, it's like D and D, where D and D is always. There's an article called D and D is the Apocalypse, where every D and D campaign is set in a post-apocalyptic world. That's why there's like magic items just sitting around waiting for you to go and pick it up. Okay. So I'm like, in this this show, are they going to start finding like laser guns and plasma rifles and all that crazy? Is it basically is it going to be Fallout? Um, is there a boy involved? Does that happen in the books? <laughs> I feel like we would have heard about that. I haven't read the books. That would be great. Well, There's a lot of books <laughs> to try to remember all that. A lot of laser guns in the books? Yes or no? Laser guns? They better be. Oh yeah, the Are whole laser episode... guns impressive. <laughs> the whole rest of this episode, Zach and I were like, they're gonna dig up like an old weapon, or like when they're when they're digging out the uh, the horn. I was like, it's the family atomics. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another reason why the new Dune movie sucks. They don't talk about the family atomics. <laughs> they mention it like once. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. That must All have right. been asleep. I must have been. So all right. So you know, they have the opening. They were in the present. They're they're walking through the blight. There's a body there. They're, they're grossed out. And then Gwen is sad. What's her name is too? Lanive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Certainly and, this is feeling like a lot of endings. Well, it seems like everything gets wrapped up, but then it, it doesn't. Um, but they have a weird conversation. I think I, I wrote down here, wisdom never weds. I don't right. know who they were. I don't Nine, remember. Land. It's, right, it's, talk, it's when she's talking to Lan. Nynaeve oh, never yeah, yeah. yeah, Nynaeve well, says... That heroes never wed. Our wisdom's never wed. Yeah. So she, cannot, so she can't be with Lan, who she apparently loves, which was not the impression I had gotten from the what previous you, episode. How did you not get that impression? Yeah, dude. She definitely it's like loves the, him. It's the like main point of like three episodes. Love, love, love. Wait, Nynaeve loves Lan? Yes. Yeah. That, mm, they they, they, they don't bang. just hook up. They, they connect on a whole different level. Yeah, she he calls her a lot of like nice things. He's like, "You're <laughs> strong like the fire," and that was ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah, I what? think it's actually it's actually more surprising. I think that Lon loves Nanid than the other way around. Basically, you know, because Nanid is the one who like follows him around, presents him herself to him, and he's he, like, he she saved his life. Okay, Oops, watch out for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As they discuss in speed, relationships that begin under extreme circumstances never last. Am I right, Rob? Nice. Wow. Speed reference. <laughs> what? <laughs> I yes. don't know what's happening. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves movie. That's a line from Speed, which I watched recently. I really, really liked the first like two thirds, and then the end was like terrible. Yeah, once they get off the bus, it's like garbage. What? Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How no, dare it, you? No, it, Dreams are fast too, guys. No. <laughs> No, it's no, it's true. It's just, it's, the, fast too. The, the premise is spoilers for a movie that came out in like 1983. It's the, the part where Sandra Bullock like gets out of the ambu- ambulance and is just standing there, and then the bad guy grabs her. It's just absurd. <laughs> <laughs> it's just completely absurd. I do like how the bad guy, it's in a hopper, right? Like gets decapitated by a random object on the roof of the train tunnel. Was well, not a random object. It's part of the tunnel, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, heads up, or what, what does he say? He says some stupid line. It came up in our podcast uh, with Christian. He says, "Yeah, but I'm taller." Oh, oh god, that is really <laughs> bad. I did like the end though, where they had to like. I liked the the ha- that they had to stop the train, but I didn't like how he's like, "I'm just gonna jump in." <laughs> he's gonna jump the train. Oh, he's I forgot like, about like, that. I'm just gonna jump in. Like I, I can't stop it. So, but I really like that part up to it. I like the natural dialogue. Like, I thought Sandra Bullock did a really good job playing in Every Woman. And I like how this became a speed podcast. Like, we still- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still talking this about speed. What the people want. <laughs> Let's face facts. All right. I All right. Want yeah. that too. Getting back to Wheel of Time, we have Rand's dream where the Dark One appears and kills Moraine. And then they talk about his father. And the, and the Dark One's like a hot dude. You thought he was hot on it? You really are into evil dads, aren't you? Yeah. Wait, what other examples do you have? Yeah, have the Castle Star Girl. Uh, Sportsmaster. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that's right. Well, and I liked how the Dark One seemed to be wearing like a futuristic suit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we we picked up on that too. We're yeah, like, that was cool. Nice suit, buddy. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it looks out of place. Um, I didn't really like how the Dark One was was presented like as some guy though. Yeah. What, what else like, was he supposed to be? Like, so, like, like more Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> what? But it says, it specifically says it's like a guy. 
I know, but it does. He's not just a guy. He is absolutely just a guy. I think what Matt is getting at is he wanted to have like a distinctive look, well, like, like yeah, give his... him like, sunken eyes or like red eyes or. I feel like, like it was more. On fire. Yeah, but I feel like it's more assaulting that it's just a guy. No, it's the idea that power corrupts. I mean, it's it could literally be anyone who falls for it. It's like the dark side. It's it's true, but I didn't find him visually compelling. On the other hand, what he said was pretty compelling. I don't remember exactly his dialogue. It was basically like, you don't know what's going on. She's just going to kill you. Why not be a part of my crew? We have cookies or however it goes. Yeah. And and we also talk about um, his father. They're like, he's like, you don't know who your father is. It wasn't Ruth Bolton. You think it's some dude. Yeah. Yeah, How cute. And then Rand's like, I'll never join you and stabs himself. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that was Though, what is it with fictional characters and needing to find out who their father is? Sometimes you just need to know. I think if you grow up without a father, maybe it's more of a, a bigger deal. He had a father. Father figure. Wait. His wh- name wh- was Ben Parker. Yeah, that's it. I was trying to think of what it, what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Has he always thought that Roose Bolton was his father? Yes. Apparently, so then, yes. So then, yeah. I don't know why he would believe the Dark One's lies about it. Because he knows in his heart of hearts that it wasn't. Yeah, the Dark One may be evil, but he doesn't lie. Yeah, he does. He does. (laughs) I I mean, to a certain degree, based off of the stories, I mean, you would, you could kind of sort of get the idea that maybe this guy's full of shit. (laughs) I appreciate in the dream sequence how they didn't make it seem like a dream sequence. Like, they didn't, like, put fuzzy stuff around the edges or slow things down. It made it seem like it was really happening, which I appreciated. Yeah, because Rand was uncertain too. So so should us. So should the yeah. audience. And I was kind of happy when Moraine died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. How dare you? I dare. I, I mean, dare. she's gonna die. She is the... She's Sean Bean. Yeah, I she's the mentor. I'm not a big fan of that character. Why? I don't think that she's... I mean, obviously, Roseman Pike's a good actor, but she's really phoning it in, so I just don't... She always makes the same expression, and she's just not interesting to watch, I think. You know who I liked was Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news, dude. He comes back in this episode, but we'll get to that later. I know, crazy. Alana, how do you you explain that? You can't explain that. What? How how do you explain him coming back in this episode? Checkmate, atheist. What are you talking about? (laughs) Matt is in the can we, can, well, talking about Matt, a lot of y'all thought Matt was the character at the end of the last episode. Do you, did anyone go back and watch th- that it wasn't? Jay, do you even need to ask that question? Of course we did not go back and watch oh, it. Oh, definitely not going to do that. Second of nope. all, what was it, Pat and Fane or something? Yeah, it was absolutely uh, the merchant. And everyone's like, what? No, it was what? Considering it's literally said <laughs> that, isn't that the merchant? Why is he here? I was very confused why everyone thought it was, it was Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt does show up when I don't expect him to. <laughs> and I always appreciate it. So let's move on. So Rand wakes up and Moraine introduces him to our, to this uh, to a widget. Oh yeah, I I thought this was so lame. Zach, listen, we complain about this. I hoped it was she. Except she can't lie, right? So I was hoping she was just making it up. Like he <laughs> would think it was helping her, kind of like uh, Dumbo. And the feather. It's like uh-huh. a placebo. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's actually just a dumb magic item. Also, Matt, what did you call it? A widget? Yeah. I'll allow it. You have some no. other name, but I'm not going to write okay that one. It was like Sangriol or something. Yeah, it's like Sanhedrin or something. Okay, yeah. This episode had a lot of magic items in it, and this is the first one. Yeah, a bit too many magic items. Not enough magic items. And they yeah, they could have been cool sci-fi. No, uh, sci-fi, sci-fi stuff don't last 3,000 years. Have you guys seen She-Ra, The Princesses of Power? <laughs> no, 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 I watch adult things. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jay, you've seen it, right? Yes, what about it? Oh, I, I thought that, like, the blend of tech and, like, medieval swords and stuff, like they do in She-Ra, that's what they should have done. Oh. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the, you have the magic item. Us D&D players love it. Never enough magic items. Eh. I yeah. feel like I'm being attacked suddenly. No, nope. I'm a D&D <laughs> player too. 
I don't know. I feel um, like as a DM, I'm being attacked that I didn't give you enough <laughs> magic weapons to people. I don't have a problem with them introducing a magic item to help boost the power, but I not to jump ahead, but I do think that the Dark One was beaten pretty easily in this episode. And if it's because we, of the magic item that I... Then yeah. To be fair, to jump ahead even farther, we, we know he wasn't. <laughs> we know that? It was all part of the plan. Yeah, uh, Moraine specifically says this is part. I feel like this is the beginning because the the stone is cracked and it was supposed to be unbreakable and like it's the sign that it's not the final battle. It's just the first battle in a long, a long run. war. Absolutely. And maybe the last battle is actually like a hundred years war. Does it think about okay, that? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but even in the, even in the space of this one episode, like even in terms of a setback or whatever, I still thought I was doing pretty good. Anyway, all right. So let's move on, if you guys don't mind. So <laughs> the girls are chatting, and Nanive tells the story about beatings. I think she's the one who tells the story about how. Oh no, wait. Maybe it isn't. Somebody tells some story about how when you can't access the source, you just get beaten, and if you get Marie. beaten, it, oh, Marie yeah. talks about her. Her history as a student when she was taken under mm. the wing and taught the ways when she couldn't access the one source, her mentor just beat the living hell out of her. Yeah. And once Until you're... she was forced to access it to basically save her own life. Yep. And who was the mentor? Was it, uh, was was it, it the Amaryland State? Yeah. yeah. It was someone who was so great. She's like the best of the best. I said I. It's like unstoppable. Who is? Marie never said her name. Or the unnamed mentor? The one who yeah. gave her the one who beat her up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was an interesting story. And then now the army is getting ready to attack the city via the gap. So mm-hmm. the, the king puts on his armor and you know, they all man it and they he talks to the sister about how the gap won't hold. They argue about whether the gap will hold. <laughs> yeah, when well, he's giving his whole speech about the gap won't hold, the dark one's gonna come and kill us all. We were like, is he a bad guy? Like he yeah. sounds strangely cool with this. I, I we thought he was gonna be like Charlie Day in Pacific Rim 2, where he's like, the aliens are gonna come kill us, and I accept it. Yeah. They're a higher form of life. Yeah. I think he's just like kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yes. I said to Alana, there were multiple opportunities for him to say it will have to. <laughs> Like, she's like the gate will fall and he'll say no it'll hold it has to and he didn't but do no. it no. nope no, we, also, we find out that the gap is this cool sort of fortress for defending like I don't know when they mentioned a gap I just thought it was a narrow hallway but it turns out there's a whole like structure for them to actually defend so that was kind of yeah cool. it's Osgiliath yeah yeah everything is uh, everything is Helm's Deep from now on <laughs> wow I, <laughs> so reductive you didn't like, like it? No, not really. <sighs> we've seen it before. I mean, we've been comparing the show to Lord of the Rings basically since we started, so might as well keep going. And li- I liked it because it was action. I liked it more than the next part, which is um, not to move on quickly, but it's, <laughs> it's Rand in his dream of uh, having a family. Yeah, that it- was the lamest final fight ever. <laughs> no, I liked uh... it because it was to be for the man who has everything. We've seen it, dude. We've seen it. He's already been tempted with a life with a family we've seen it yeah it w- <laughs> and it's still tempting there was a funny comment on the subreddit of this part that's like the dark one's threatening rain and she's like step back or the ginger gets it <laughs> <laughs> wow. i think it was a better joke than that but it's something along those lines she's like i'm gonna kill him yeah that was that was pretty intense that whole bit except i feel like this dark one guy is so powerful and so fast that a knife at rain's throat really isn't that threatening i know well, his- his, his powers are very, very undefined. To, <laughs> totally. say, the least, to say the least. I mean, they all he, are. Well, I guess that's true, but his in particular are. It just makes it seem like he can, he can cloud people's minds. And that's it. Well, I mean. He, he also stilled Moraine. Oh. Oh, yeah. womp, womp. oh womp, that was womp. good. That was good, too. That really uh, increased the tension. So yeah, in this part, it's just it's it's like two things going on at the same time, which is a battle with the ladies channeling the channeling their power over to the like sister who who doesn't know how to channel, and mm-hmm. and Rand being tempted by the Dark One for a life with the baby, the little girl, and he's what he always wanted. And he's always apparently he's really into having a family. 
That's how you yeah. know it's fiction, because the man wants to settle down and get married. He never had a real family. He only had a fake-ass dad <laughs> and a mom who wasn't there and uh, a wife who doesn't want to be a wife. They're not married. Potential wife who doesn't want to be a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not just the family. It's who he's having a family with. Egwene, who does, still doesn't know how she feels about him. Oh, no, well, she, she knows she she's knows. into him. But she also knows that she's into power. She's oh, into yeah. her career. Yeah, her career of, wants, of having power. You know, she wants to be nice to die and fuck people up. <laughs> it makes it seem like Rand is going to go to the dark side. He says at one point, how do I make it real? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you how. Unfortunately, Rand's not a good enough actor to make you actually really buy it. <laughs> hmm. Any of it. Any event, it's true. Any, any event. I actually was wondering if he was uh, doing that as a ploy to learn more. Yeah, that's that's a that's a charitable way of looking at it. Yeah, because he does need the dark one to teach him how to channel the source in order to beat the dark one with the source. Yeah, right. Because I mean, Marine won't teach him because <laughs> every time he touches it, it, gets him closer to falling to the dark side. We touch, like we fear and hate, um, <laughs> and then uh, just trust that he will know when it's time. Uh, but yeah, I, I I thought maybe that was his way to get around it. To get around what? Like learning, figuring out how to like learning without having Moraine, relying on Moraine. But yeah, so I guess I'm kind of ready to move on now. He does, in fact. Turn against the Dark One. His reasoning was like, yeah, we can have the family, but I know Egwene doesn't want that family, so I'm not going to take it. Yeah, it's a lesson about consent. Yeah, it's it's a lesson about being a good partner. <laughs> yeah, that too. Wow, that's what yeah. the show is really about, relationship goals. Well, it's about is it if you really love somebody, you're not going to force them into a life they don't want, right? Mm. But you wouldn't even know, maybe. That makes Wait, it even what? worse. Yeah, what the yeah. heck? Wow. That's a hot take of interesting. It's like remaking the world. The world will always be that way, right? Presumably. But Rand will know. I'll know. (laughs) Oh, that's just... So so the black trader guy arrives in the city. and A merchant? Merchant, (laughs) yes. Trader, merchant. Adam Fane? Adam Fane, yeah. And they start using a term, or maybe they've used it before and I just didn't notice it, called dark friend. They they used that before. I kind of like it though. It's kind of neat. Yeah, they use it to describe the lady, uh, Dana, the waitress, or the bartender. Yeah, the bar, yeah. the bar wench, as that yeah. described her. Did yeah. I describe her that way? Yeah, that sounds yeah, like that sounds like Zach. One hundred percent you did. One hundred percent you did. Also, I yeah, dark friend makes a lot more sense than Death Eater from Harry Potter. Like, what does that even mean? It just yeah, sounds cool. Means they eat death <laughs> for breakfast. Dark friend, like. I yeah, no, no, Dark Friend is fine. Death Eater is strange. Is Someone yeah. who likes to eat death? <laughs> yum, yeah. yum. Or who death eats? I eat Navy Seals for breakfast, so right now I'm very hungry. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> Rand channels to remake the world, and then the women zap all the Trollocs. With yes. Like, why did they even need to send the army if they could just kill all of them? themselves they didn't they didn't know they could do it i guess my guess is the dark one's playing the long game because he knows there's only so many channelers so if he sacrifices an army to kill two of them it's worth it also the army would have died anyway why Why? oh you mean like just get the the human army out of the way and then zap away don't send the human army let the trollocs through kill them with the source but they didn't know one they didn't know how many source users they had officially Mm -hmm. and then on top of that they didn't know how powerful any other source users were. The other two were pretty weak, uh, based yep. off of uh, the tendrils coming off of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they, they, they died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they yeah. only had one source pull, uh, whereas Nynaeve had three, Egwene had two. And the fact that they didn't know necessarily know how strong... What was her name? Shoot. Uh, the sister? Nynaeve? Yeah, the sister. The sister. Uh, and, the, and, and the fact that they didn't necessarily know what they would be able to do at the same time like who would have guessed that she would suck up all their energy and be able to do all that damage mm. mm-hmm. 
Yep, I agree. I mean, the this brother coming. The brother never really trusted her or understood what she went through. I mean, so and she never finished her training. She never became a true Aes Sedai. So, how powerful do you do you think her people and her specifically your brother thought she was? That's, that's a good point. I never problem with any of it per se. No, I thought it looks yeah. good, and then they all got zappy zapped. And speaking of zappy zap, Rand inevitably betrays the Dark One and blasts him with the widget in the real world. Yes, and it, and it appears for all intents and purposes to make the Dark One disappear. <laughs> He's gone. We've not seen the rest of the episode. So hooray! Yay! Good job, Rand. And then Rand's like, "I'm out of here. I can't be with my friends. I'm too dangerous." <gasps> Alas. <laughs> Poor the hero's sacrifice. <laughs> what a brave guy that Rand is. That Rand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are oh, you talking about him leaving? He's like, I, yeah. just, I need to leave. Is he like, I need to, them to believe I'm dead because it's easier that way? Yeah. No, well, it's not just easier, but he knows he knows Nynaeve. He knows Equine. If they believe he's alive, they're always going to track him down. Why doesn't yeah. he want to be tracked down? Is the question. What do you mean? Why doesn't he want. Why does he want to leave? Why does he because he knows he he's going to turn why. to madness and he's going to kill them. Anyone who, yeah. any male uh, that touches yeah. the source goes crazy and kills everyone that he loves. Yep. So why? What should he just kill himself right now? I don't. Well, actually, I don't know. It'll be useful <laughs> in the future. Mm. I don't if he's crazy. Well, not just that, but I mean, may, if he doesn't touch the source, maybe he might survive. But like, if he's around them, they're gonna. Oh god, get out of my way! The thing about him being going crazy is a good point. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. So Oof. then Perrin finds the all these people killed by the merchant, mm. including our ogre guy who dies. Yes. I was hoping we would get more from him. Devastating. <laughs> that was really a bummer. It's fine. Yeah, well, I was fine with it. No, I meant he's not dead, probably. Why not? Because he's a uh, he's an ogre. He has different anatomy from us. Different no, anatomy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's uh, dead. I mean, some people, I mean, he's a little more durable, a little more thick. He's, and time moves slower for him, so maybe his blood flows a little slower. <laughs> maybe his blood clots a lot faster. Maybe. So I have no thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, well, so it's okay, so the sister dies, and Nameev also dies, too, apparently, because she won't let go of the power. Nameev gets burned, just like the way the bar, the bar of the other bar wench foresaw. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the traitor does gives a monologue about how he loves the Dark One so much, I guess. And then here's where we have our Matt sighting. Oh, yeah. And he looks... Why do you guys think they did this? Did they put some, like, CGI on his face so you couldn't tell it's a reused footage? I have no Any idea. Thoughts? <laughs> I have no idea what the point of it was. Well, because they didn't have the actor, so they reused footage, or they did it. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they even include him? Why not just forget about him and hope the audience does too? Because he was such a big part of the whole first half that you kind of have to have some closure at some point. Mm-hmm. But that's not closure. They just showed him for a second. Am I right? Yeah. He definitely seems like he's going to be going full evil. Oh, yeah, definitely. You guys ready to move on? Yes. So Rand leaves. He doesn't come back. Somebody says something about everybody has a part to play, which is... So, yeah, then Moraine loses her powers. Egwene kills Nynaeve. Just like Matt. He has his part to play, which is why they had to bring him in. Uh, They had to bring him back because the whole premise is that the five of them are important. So you can't just leave it out. But the they actor left. What? What are they going to do? Who, know, well, maybe they'll just deep fake him dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll force him to get a vaccine. <laughs> now you're to show I mean, out. But that's the thing. Like The potential is that there'll be enough time that they can reincorporate him. But yeah, I mean, overall, they... Right back into the story? It's a thing. Yeah, it's but the overall thing is that yeah, it's all five of them. They have to be there. They have to be part of it. So you have to make sure that. And it's the end of the. It's the finale, right? So they have to have 
they have to put that little tidbit in. Anyways, continuing on. <laughs> yes. Loses powers, yeah. gets healed, etc., etc. I kind of like how the fellowship is. It kind of seems like the fellowship is fractured. Like Rand's leaving. Um, Absolutely. The ogre's dead. Marine's lost her power. So it, there's a lot of plot points on the next time. Marine says this is not the last battle, which I think is kind of a lame way to be like, there's more show. Don't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, it was like if that was the last battle, it was very lame. So, yeah, good thing. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I expected a Marvel with Land and the lot, the dark one just blasting each other with, you know, for 10 minutes. With hot, sexy love. Ooh, you can do that too. Just blow all over each other. Ew. What kind of hot, sexy love are you into? Not, no kink shaming. Sorry. Yes, I, thank you, Jack. I apologize. <laughs> yes, thank you. And then we get our, and then we get our snare, which is the far western shore. There's a fleet of ships with people with crazy faces, and they make a tidal wave. <laughs> and they, yeah, they have, this was like, really rude to that little girl on the beach. They probably yeah, didn't see her. It makes you feel better. She what? They probably didn't see her. If it makes you feel better, they were too far. Uh, no, not really. They just didn't care. Lana had a theory that the channelers were like their slaves being forced to channel. Yeah, they are. I looked it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, channelers? Are you talking about the ones on the channelers the on the sh- on the ships? Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of what I took as they're the Fire Nation. <laughs> <laughs> the Fire Nation didn't uh, have that... Firebenders as slaves, though. Well, Fire Nation that Firebenders didn't know any better, so they just did whatever they were told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. is helpful. Thank you for uh, clarifying that. Yeah. In terms of all just an outside force that are going to come in and disrupt the current status quo. Yeah. Also, like the White Walkers. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. so what do we? Yeah. So what do we think of the season as a whole? Jam! Rob, you're always in my way <laughs> with your stupid shield. <laughs> we were about to lose the point, and we did lose the point. I thought overall it was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> not particularly enjoy it. But the actors were not very good. But the writing was not particularly interesting. And if you watch the podcast, there's no way I would watch it. Okay, I thought I was glad to talk about it with you guys. That was fun. <laughs> it was definitely different. I was really curious because I've heard so much about the show from people who like the books. And from what we saw, I didn't really understand why they liked it as much as they do. So maybe it's more of a slow burn. It, it's a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of books. And yeah. it takes uh, a lot to get into it. Well, what about Legend of the Seeker? That doesn't take multiple seasons for you to get into it. That show also got canceled. Eventually. It was good, though. <laughs> also, it had, like, half the budget of this one. It ran for, like, one season. No, that's not true. It ran for, like, three or four seasons. I don't think that. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, we're not here talking about Legend of the Seeker, though. <laughs> Alana, Jay, your thoughts? The best part was the friends we made along the way. The real, the real uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. you know, I, having read some of the books and, like, reading this, they didn't make me want to read the books. The book readers are very mad if you go on the subreddit. And I kind of get it. They're like, this is Game of Thrones Season 8. No. No, it wasn't. Game of Thrones Season 8 was much worse. This Game at least had some okay moments. Huh? I think I think Game of Thrones Season 8 is a compliment to the show. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. That is the hot take of, the <laughs> of this. That was a hot take. That was spicy. Because at least Game of Thrones had good characters. I like, I don't like these characters. I don't. I like uh, some of them. Oh, we're both trying. Legend of the Year had two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, watch season two if they make another one for the podcast. <laughs> for the podcast. Just for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, just for, for the, the podcast. I wouldn't watch it for myself. That's true. I will always watch whatever. <laughs> but uh, did you like it? No, I I enjoyed it. I mean, there there were things to enjoy about it, and I thought it was. I thought it did a decent job of adapting so many books. <laughs> uh, the time splices of, of the books, like incorporating future books and not just going book one, two, three, four, five, six, etc., etc., was a good choice because it definitely would have not appealed to people. 
it would have definitely made people not want to touch this ever again. <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, so I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed it. Good. There was enough hints of everything. There was magic. There was intrigue. <laughs> there were happy people. There were sad people. Um, there was romance. There was like sword romance. fighting. There was yeah, it just hit it hit it hit everything that I needed <laughs> to enjoy for forty five to an hour every week. <laughs> Good. So I tried to watch it. Like I watched the first three episodes. Do they ever find out who the dragon person is this season, or is that? <laughs> I don't you know. literally stopped like an hour or two early. Oh really? <laughs> is it Rand? <laughs> well, it's funny you mention it, Rob, because so the show says Rand is the dragon, or he believes okay. he's the dragon. But we yeah. were like, but this the, the voice in his head is says yeah. that he is. But that doesn't mean he necessarily has. No, yeah. he is. Oh. Well, well, we. But he's the bland main character. I just assume. Yeah. I assume oh that God. as well. <laughs> so bland. So bland. Bland Rand, we call him. Oh. Ouch. Good, dude. That's what we tune into Tuesday Night Gaming for that kind of quality <laughs> content. Yeah. Anyway, Rob, knowing that, are you going to go get back into it or forget it? Uh, no. Like I was. That's the same way. As like I have this gap in my heart for Game of Thrones. Like, but I prefer season eight as well. Like. The writing and the acting is like sub CW level. I don't know. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> yes, yes, it's CW level. I would definitely find that. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> All that That's money right. can't buy it. Can't buy you love. Makes me worried it... for the Game of the or the Lord of the Rings show coming out. That's right. Mm. All right, Matt. You got questions of the day for us here? I actually do. You know, I'm traveling. Does happiness come from within? Or does it come from external factors such as family, upbringing, society telling you? It comes from my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it came from uh, another person. No, I'm just Happiness kidding. is morning and evening. No, the answer is very clearly internal. So well, there's always something external that could mess it up. Uh, I don't know about that. It's, I don't I, know. it's sort of like that old phrase about money where it's like if you have money then you don't think of it as a source of happiness. But if you don't have it, then it is the source of happiness, like that kind of thing. If your external factors don't contribute to your happiness, then you're kind of screwed. I mean, I'm sure they contribute, but there are plenty of people who are fabulously wealthy and unhappy. And there's plenty of people who are Name poor. one person. The Anthony Bourdain's of the world. I mean, that's like depression, I guess. But... The Robin Williams is, yeah. He had Louis body dementia. I mean, I don't know about Anthony Bourdain, but... Robin Williams did. Well, the question I was intending the question to be more like, what makes you happy? Is it like, let's say something makes you happy. Does it make you happy because it came from within or because you're being told by society that it makes you happy? Maybe that's not a very good question. No, (laughs) it's a very tough question. (laughs) It's the question that every time you say, I have a deep question for everybody. (laughs) This is the type of question I expect. (laughs) I have a deep question for you guys. Your roommate isn't washing his plates. What are you going to tell? Oh, no. You do not want to go down this lane. Is that the next question? No, no, no. Oh, okay, good. We don't want me to go spiraling. (laughs) Going back to the the happiness question, I think for me, like the cheap cop-out answer is it's a mix. But for me, it is like it's not like i don't care about money like i don't care about owning things i do buy things i mean retail expenditures do give me that retail therapy yeah does (laughs) dopamine hit i mean when i built the computer (laughs) and since then i've been very pleased and happy with it when i'm sad i can look at my badass computer and go (laughs) i have this badass computer i can play games oh Wait, where is everybody? Oh, I'll just play games on my own. On my badass computer! <laughs> is that really happiness, though? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but then I bought the PlayStation 5, and I'm like, yeah, I bought a PlayStation 5. This is awesome. And then I realized, oh, wait, I have nothing to play on it, and I have no <laughs> friends to play with on it. with, And that makes me sad. So... Exactly. But, um, so, what was the question again? <laughs> 
So I don't know. It, it's a mix. Uh, I don't think it necessarily comes from you, and I don't think it necessarily comes from what you have. Because if I didn't have anything, but I had awesome friends that wanted to hang out and do stuff, I am perfectly happy and content. It's true. The question was external, includes other people, not just material things. True. Yeah. But at the same time, this, like, for example, this holiday, I did nothing. I talked to no one and I was perfectly fine <laughs> and I was perfectly happy. Uh, that's good. Hence, I say it's a weird bag. And I don't think I should be a good judge. I also come from a different time <laughs> than everyone else. I am old, <laughs> where I had to make do on my own a lot. In the Great Depression. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was left alone when I was like starting at like four. <laughs> so mm. I entertained myself for a long time. I think happiness comes from within, mostly. Assuming there's no like chemical issues going on, you know, you are responsible for your own state of mind, and you can, you know, you can make the best of your situation. So I think it's primarily that, but obviously it's a mix of both. I think it's mostly internal. I'm sticking with that. How about you, Alana? And or Rob? External. Wow. External. That's what Alana says? I think if yeah. you don't have those external things co- like mostly covered, like housing security mostly those things mm-hmm. it's it's hard to be happy okay. i can see yeah. that i can 100 percent see that when uh yeah when i didn't have a house home, i was very sad and lonely but assuming you're having your basic needs covered like you're like well you said well, dude stop changing no, the question <laughs> it's not, i'm not changing the question assuming you have your basic needs yeah no i think matt's clarifying all you need to be happy on is to have a house and food and water. I mean, without those things, I don't, I think it'd be tough to generate the happiness. I agree, but with those things, is that enough? But that wasn't the question. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I see both of your points. (laughs) You both present Um, sick arguments. Having had both of those situations, uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see Alana's point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's internal as well, which is like the problem, I guess, because like it's, it's it's seemingly so easy to trick yourself into being happy, but to actually do that act is uh, not impossible. So, hmm, not impossible. Well, it's interesting that we all have different opinions on the subject, or we all have different answers. All right, let's move on. You guys ready for question number two? Yes. <clears throat> Much like Jay during Battlefront, you are about to die at any minute. <laughs> okay? And you can, uh, you, can, but, and you can decide to know the identity of, anyone, of everyone who ever loved you. Do you choose to receive that knowledge? Sure. Sure, why not? You're going to die. Not? You're going to die anyway. <laughs> well, because you'll have reg- you might have regrets. So? Then I'll die. I won't know them anymore. I'd say no because I would want to be angry and take action be like why Wait, did you what? love me yes why did it well, why <laughs> didn't you love me if somebody's on there who should be yeah what who was a two-faced liar that said they love me and really didn't give a fuck about me i'd be pissed <laughs> wow <laughs> and i would yeah, want to heck? cause hell when you put it that way <laughs> it does sound you good. won't you're not able to because you're on like your deathbed yeah, and I die angry. <laughs> okay, so that's the reason not to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good reason. Okay. No, no, wait. Is that what I wanted to argue? I forget what I wanted to argue. What's my point again? No, no, I, I wouldn't want to know because I wouldn't want to have the ability to know because then I know potentially. Well, not potentially. Most likely, I'm going to be very pissed when I die. <laughs> well, you could be happy. You could have, I you could most have... likely will be pissed when I what, die. Jim, what if it's like a thousand people who love you and then there's one person who doesn't? Like, are you really going to fix it? I don't know. Find out is my dad or my brother or like my best friend. Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> but, you know, are you, you really going to fix it on? I, uh, what I'm trying to say is, what, are would you really fix it on the negative like that? Oh, fuck yeah, I'd die pissed. <laughs> if I'm about to die, the last thought would probably be like that motherfucker. <laughs> It wouldn't be like, oh, that's okay. But let me think about all the people who love me. Oh, God, there's this and this. I want to have that time. It'd be just like, what the fuck? Dead. Hmm. Jay, this is yeah. concerning. 
Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I would want to know, to be honest. After all that, we're kind of. I know you love me, but I also know that I'm probably being lied to by multiple other people. Who who's lying about loving you, Jay? Oh God, we don't need to go down this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a list. Exactly, you'd rather not know. That's the point. Fuck you, dead. Okay. Yeah. Anyone, I mean, anyone else want to weigh in, Matt? I think you said no. Alana, did you say yeah, no to Ignorance is bliss. Alana said, yeah. Alana said yes because she's about to die, so it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. There's so many stormtroopers <laughs> down here. Okay. I think everyone's okay. waiting Matt. What's question number three? Okay, question number three. When are you most receptive to critical feedback? Can we have an easy question? I want to know, like... <laughs> Anytime we're not on, on the podcast. <laughs> I want to go on vacation. <laughs> Dude, I don't have the cards with me. This is what I came up with. Okay, fine. Let's say your roommate isn't washing his dishes. What do you do? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do the critical feedback the one. Dishes, be upset. And know Put the dishes on their me. bed. Nice job, Rob. I beat you, Jay. That's all that matters. No. I would do that too, Alana. Uh, yeah, so yeah I, I would say like right after being complimented, which is exactly how they tell you to give <laughs> criticism. Compliment sandwich. Exactly. Well, well, yeah, the compliment sandwich is good. I also thought about if I have the ability to act upon it immediately, it's like, hey, Matt, you didn't do a good job on this last usability test because you didn't do A, B, and C. There's this new usability test that you're starting tomorrow so you can put it to action. I would say, great. Because now oh, I have the opportunity good. to act on all it. have obviously not had roommates who did not do the dishes. <laughs> oh, I, I have a wife who doesn't do the dishes. Yeah, but you're That's kind of like a roommate. <laughs> There's a different level to that. <laughs> That's true. I've had many, many roommates who have not done dishes. It's a, so, it's all right, a Jay, go ahead. Go ahead. So what did you do? Get it off your chest. Oh, I did it. I did them. I was very pissed. You just did the dishes? Yeah. You did their dishes. Wow, that's nice. Otherwise, what the fuck am I going to cook on? What am I going to eat on? You have your own dishes. (laughs) Hey, guess what? Then they use your dishes. Hmm. Your dishes in your room. I'm going to pile up fucking dishes in my room (laughs) and make a mess in my room? People do that. Yeah. Idiots. (laughs) I mean, I already have enough clutter. You know me. You've seen me. You seem so confrontational. I feel like you'd be willing to talk to them about it. Oh, God, no. I'm anti-confrontation. (laughs) <laughs> but it, it, it's a different point it's a different factor it's uh eventually i learned the fact learned that honestly dishes aren't like a major problem right it's sure. oh it's two to it's depending on how many dishes it's two to 15 minutes of my life i could deal with womp 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 okay i'm doing extra stuff i mean i'm already doing dishes for myself i could probably do theirs it just took me a long time to get to that point but I mean, at the same time, it's uh, annoying. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's not enough. It's definitely not enough to confront people about it because it's in the long run. It like what it doesn't. It's not a huge factor, but it's enough to piss me off. <laughs> right? When you're about. It's about picking your battles, right? Yeah, like yeah. in marriage, you pick your battles too. Like exactly. it's not. It's not. And I actually like doing this, so I don't. I wouldn't mind it, but. It, See, it I used to love doing dishes growing do up. You guys I have dishwashers all, all the time. I actually hate using my dishwasher. Yeah. I hate dishwashers in general. I don't think they do a good job. They don't clean to the degree that I want, and yeah, um, exactly. they're loud. They're annoying. I could just bang them out in ten minutes. Why am I waiting two to four hours for dishes? Yeah, but it's the principle of the thing, Jay. I Why agree. They just do their own dishes. I agree. I agree. People are what they are. And that's why I had problems. But in the long run, it took many years to get over it. But I eventually did. But um, yeah, no, it was a it was a thing all through. Like, to be fair, in high school, living on my own, I threw out more dishes than I actually cleaned. Threw away? Oh, yeah. After... I learned in high school, like in high school, paper plates are the way to go. Yeah. I don't do that anymore because now I'm an adult that actually does dishes. But in high school, I was like, fuck it. Why am I doing dishes? I have friends over. They come over and they just fucking put it on my couch. 
<laughs> and uh yeah in college same thing and then in college i was like fuck this i i, I work why am i working oh so i don't have to do dishes because i can buy paper plates <laughs> he works hard for those paper plates folks i did yep. it sucked too <laughs> i had to open mail with shit in it literal shit is this more of jay's mysterious past we're getting revealed i worked in a gastroenterologist's office and it was back when you were allowed to mail poop. <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> the glory days. The 80s. It was atrocious. Like they had to be, we, we mailed out stickers with biohazards on them so that uh, FedEx knew to put, it, that they couldn't put it with the rest of the packages. They had to put it next to them. All right. I think we need to move on here. <laughs> Anyone else have any answers? to the questions about how to receive feedback. I said answered, Matt answered. Oh gosh. Why are we talking about dishes? Yeah. <laughs> nope. We moved on. Did we? The two questions? Yeah. What question do you have, Zach? Make up a question. Wait, I have to make up a question? Yeah, Matt I'm made up three questions. You can make up a question. Is everyone excited for Boba Fett tomorrow? Yes. Yes, next week, Boba Fett. Everyone watch Witcher. Hell yeah. I started it today. It was no season one. Oh, interesting. Is that a criticism? Nope. I'm so angry and negative. I like that uh, naked chick monster in the first episode. <laughs> that's true. It's all downhill from there. Oh, that's too bad. I don't want to hear that. I, I, that dude. <laughs> I watched that first episode. I was like, yeah, this is great. This feels just like the Witcher. And then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Yeah. Did you play the series? No. Oh. But I really enjoyed season one. That was really good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. Catch us next week for the Book of Boba Fett episode one. Do your dishes! And uh, catch, catch us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Later, Ozan. Oh,